This is Modern Woman. Find us at modernwoman.co for further info. My guest today has had a career spanning 25 years in the trading and banking industry with holding senior positions at high-profile companies, including Goldman Sachs, Credit Suisse, and today Pamela Jones is Operational Change Manager at TPICAP. Pamela is also quite the advocate for women's leadership as director and board member of Women Enlisted Derivatives, corporate brand ambassador for the charity Dress for Success and committee member of Connect, TPICAP's Diversity and Inclusion Directive. We're currently situated at the Curtain Hotel in London, Shoreditch. It's lovely to meet with you, Pamela. Lovely to meet you, Rosie. So tell us, what does your work actually involve as operational change manager? Sure. So I get involved in all operational change around the business. Um, basically, anything that affects our trading platforms, anything that is operationally based, any project that is um, kind of combines innovation and uh manual tasks, I get involved in to make sure that the business runs as smoothly as possible. And tell us exactly what are t- what do TP ICAP. Um, do I mean obviously you said they've just been acquired um, previously known as ICAP tell us a bit more about them Sure, TPI Cap are inter-dealer brokers. They've been around for quite a few years. I started at ICAP um, which was owned by Michael Spencer and I've been there now for 10 years and we were acquired last year by Tullet Prebon so we've now merged to TPI Cap um, which is, as I said, the world's largest interdealer broker. So moving on to your first song, what have you got for us, Pamela? So I've got Move On Up by Curtis Mayfield. Um, my dad really loved Motown, so this one was one of the ones that we heard a lot as we were growing up. Hush not child And don't cry Your folks might understand you By and by just move on up toward your destination. And talking of childhood, um, tell us a bit more about that. Where did you grow up? I was born in Islington in London. Um, I'm one of four siblings. Uh, my parents were from Guyana, which is in um, South America, Venezuela to the east and Brazil to the south. Um, my parents came here early 60s and I grew up, as I said, in Islington and then we moved to Enfield. Okay, and what inspired you to get into trading? So it was really funny, actually. I sort of, um, it was a happy accident. I met a friend of mine um, who was a broker and we got to chatting one day over coffee and he said, Pam, what are you doing? And I was working for an accounts, accountancy firm and he said, look, come and try the city. They need people like you. They need talent. You're good at maths and come and join us. So that's literally what happened. And did you ever think that, you know, you would actually get into finance or? Not in this way, no. I never even knew what a dealing floor looked like, if I'm brutally honest. Um, I worked hard at school, but all the options that I wanted, I was told I could never have. And my career choices, well, my career as teachers really had, you know, quite low expectations of me. Um, So I I always felt a little bit like I need to prove myself. Um, So when this opportunity came I did take it and I'm so glad I did because that was my introduction to financial services and actually working on a dealing floor with over 400 men and women in a in the most wonderful environment Um, and I loved it. 
So 400 men back mm-hmm. then, and obviously that was before electronic trading yes. came into play. Um, you say it was a wonderful experience. I mean, did you ever sort of feel, you know, like the absolute minority? What was that experience like? So when I got there, I was really shocked. One, by how many people were actually on the dealing floor and the activity and the buzz. But more importantly, I was the only person who was black on the whole floor. Um, I was the only woman who was black on the whole floor. <laughs> And um, I just threw myself into working as hard as possible and uh, making sure that I was competent and I did well at my role. And I did do well at my role for, for quite a few years. And um, I only started to think about leaving when I found out that my peers were being paid a lot more than me. And tell us, what exactly did you do about that in terms of trying to... So what I did, I spoke to my boss at the time who tried to soften the blow and say to me, no, you know, it's all comparable and it's not comparable. And he didn't really have a full answer for me. But at that time, I made a decision to leave. Um, And I just felt really, um, I just felt really upset and really let down, to be honest, because on one hand, they were saying how good and competent I was, but on the other hand, they were not paying me for my competency. And with that, what would you say has been your driving force to keep going up in the career ladder? My driving force has been my mum and dad at first because they were such um, huge supporters of me. And my dad was an ex-parliamentarian in, in Guyana. So he's always been a massive advocate of education and, um, you know, self-improvement. So I really, um, I kind of latched onto that and they, they helped me a lot to believe in myself, but also to keep going no matter what. And um, when I left uh, my first role, I then got a new role and I was almost paid double. So I knew I was doing the right thing. Wow, that's really good. Well, let's move on to your second song choice. Um, Tell us, what have you got for us, Pam? Um, My second song choice is Life Is Just A Moment by Roy Ears. I love Roy Ears and I love soul and reggae and jazz funk. So this one really, really does. It warms my heart. obviously you've been in the industry for a considerable amount of time um, and then you must have seen some, some a lot of changes over the years what would you say has been the most significant change in your career time oh my goodness that's a really good question the most significant thing I feel I've identified is definitely more people of all races coming into finance whether that be in IT in legal in compliance that has been an absolute joy to see not just people who look like me but people who reflect our society which I think is absolutely key I also think what's changed is that there is a lot more women in finance doing specific roles, not just trading, which I also think has been a really good driver for the industry. And what would you say are the positives of working in the finance sector? 
So the positives are the fact that it's a dynamic sector to work in and you do feel like you're making a contribution and a difference. The other positive is that um, it affords me a level of um, autonomy. So because I've been in the industry a long time, I I, I do have a... a a manager, but um, I'm well thought of, and because of my competency, I can use my time very constructively, not just to do my day to day, but do um, ancillary stuff, which is like mentoring younger women, which I'm very passionate about, and getting out there and speaking to women within the industry and outside of my industry. Well, that's really nice that you've got to a stage now where obviously you can give back. Um, I mean, obviously not beset with its challenges. What would you say has been one of the most challenging times in your career and how did you overcome it really? Oh, wow. So two things come out of my mind at this time. Sorry, I'm babbling. Um, one was... Um, with a AAA bank that I was working for at the time and we hosted a road show for some of our um, our bond market and being in a situation where I'm talking about the prospectus and I'm talking to people and then subsequently being completely ignored because I was perceived as unsuitable. Um, so that was really, really hard. And that's the first time about 15 years or 16 years ago when that happened where I felt like completely ignored and also like at the effect and the impact of people's um, bias. Um, The second one was getting an opportunity to go and work in New York which was amazing and being introduced to my team who uh, was just not happy that I was a black woman and in a leadership position and I got a lot of resistance from them and people said people felt they could say what they want to me and be discourteous and be disrespectful so those two are the biggest two um, episodes in my career that I remember being extremely challenging. And the second one I mean in terms of obviously dealing with a team it's hard enough or going in as you know their manager when there's they're already know each other Mm. and but feeling sort of isolated and you've got to try and bond a relationship with them how did you overcome that so that was really really hard I remember staying late pretty much every night for about three months just so that I could get my head together and kind of build almost like a bit of a strategy for myself in how to deal with the team but also how to deal with specific members of the team who were just outwardly so aggressive and were unapologetic for it and kind of undermined my managerial position so I had to kind of form a strategy of how I would deal with them individually and as a team and also I spoke to my boss at the time who was a COO and he gave me some really good pointers on how I could manage the team but more more importantly manage myself through the whole process. Um, I had to adapt a quite steely attitude because I had to kind of put on my um, armour as I went in every day because I had to allow things to roll off me and not react to every single thing so that's how I pretty much got through it 
Amazing. So let's move on to your third song choice. Oh. Um, got a soul girl right here. Yes. So what have you got for us now? So my, th- my third one is Optimistic by Sounds of Blackness. Um, I love this song. Um, whilst I grew up in the church, um, I, I just love this song. It lifts my spirits. It makes me feel I can do anything and it's so encouraging. beforehand you know obviously you was struggling with your team and it was almost like putting on a coat of armor and going out and I love that um, analogy I use that one quite a lot um, and let's talk about women in the workplace I mean what would you say is the one sort of factor for women to really or asset should we say uh, for women to excel in the workplace I think one of the first things is having courage Um, It's really hard sometimes where you want to make a stand or you want to say particular things. And I think having the courage to say that, but also the delivery is just as important as what you say. So doing it in a professional and measured way, because also if you are non-white, there is so much bias and judgment around racial stereotypes. So it's delivering that message, making it land, and also being effective so that people understand exactly where you're coming from so they understand the seriousness. And I understand, obviously, you do a lot of work for diversity um, in your industry. Mm. Um, And what does that involve? Tell us more about that and what what changes do you want to make? So right now within the industry, it's a fantastic time um, at the moment. Um, Diversity and inclusion is on everybody's... um, topic it's the number one topic that everyone's talking about for me though what I'm doing actively is I go to some schools and I talk to some of the young particularly women um uh, who are in year 12 or year 13 they're thinking about their careers and I go and I speak to them because I want them to understand that success looks like many different things and is not just afforded to certain types of people there is room for us all and I want them to um, reach their career goals and one of those drivers as well is coming back to TPI Cap to say look we are actually actively targeting schools there's lots of talent pools out there Let's diversify our talent pool and bring in people that look like the society we live in. And what advice? I mean, it's great that obviously you're working a lot more from the education sector because that's where it starts, Mm. um, really. And what advice would you give to a woman coming into the financial sector? So what advice I would give to a woman is basically be agile and when I say agile I mean mentally agile be ready to be questioned to be challenged to have your ideas um, unpicked and be willing to actually um, re reform them and refine them and also be willing to actually say 
what you have contributed and why you are there and your and claim your contribution so many times we don't actually claim what we do because somehow we um we kind of feel like self-promotion is a as a dirty two words but it's not it's actually about saying this is my contribution and I want other women to feel able to speak up and contribute as well um coming into finance is as I said now is a great time um there's so many things and themes and areas that you can come into and make an impact so I would welcome women to come in into finance and and actually say to them now's the best time for that to happen and do you feel obviously that over your career you've been felt held back being in such a male-dominated industry I think definitely I I think 100% definitely I feel I have felt held back I also feel though I've had two or three phenomenal people that have helped my career and really put me on the path where I felt really lonely or like an island Um, but uh, yes there's always a feeling of um, perhaps I haven't reached my ultimate goal yet um so much of my career I've seen other people uh kind of come in and get that next level promotion but that hasn't stopped me it just makes me it drives me harder and you say you haven't reached your ultimate goal yet what is that um world domination no (laughs) um I I want to do more whether it's in a corporate or not. Um, I, I'm multifaceted. I feel I have um, uh, many talents that I want to share with the world. But the biggest one for me is where I'm helping people and I'm seeing a difference. So right now I'm mentoring two women. One woman I've just mentored and she's just got a CFO position, which is amazing. And another woman I've just mentored to have a bonus discussion with her Um, her manager and she's just got the biggest bonus that she's ever got so it's stuff like that that you know I'm really passionate about and also um, in a way I I never had that I never had that hands-on mentoring and um, and I love the fact that I can do that for the younger generation and also I want to see that happen for the younger generation doors need to be opened for all of us not just you know the few privileged that's great and let's move on to your fourth and final song um what have you got for us pam okay so this is kind of um i've got daneo party hard because i love this song no matter where i am and it comes on i um tap my feet i sing along so that's my last song When I touch mic, the crowd will get hype if I say so I don't play, bro I'm here to entertain, yo No game, bro I hype ting in it, it's singing on you must party hard And to my ladies, them My love you still, you're my baby No if, no buts and no And talking of partying, um, tell us, what do you do in your spare time? How do you relax? So, I do loads of things I love going to the gym Really good workout um, I also love going to uh, concerts So, any good concert usually at the jazz cafe because I'm a as I said I'm a soul girl and um anything to do with like um any festivals but more on the soul and jazz side I love doing stuff like that cinema dancing wherever I can um that's me and what would you say just a couple more questions what would you say is your life mantra that you stand by my life mantra is work hard play hard 
be kind. Oh, it's been lovely chatting with you. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? I want to add one thing for all the women out there, the younger women especially who aren't in senior roles. Please do not give up on your dreams. Please do not feel that you can't do it. There is always a way and there is room for everyone. So I wish everybody to reach their ultimate career goals and go for it. And that was Pamela Jones from TP ICAP and this is Modern Woman.